I think it's worth investing in when the feeling is mutual, when both parties are really excited, when, God, when there's like these little moments of magic. Welcome to The K-Word, where we discuss safe, fun, and intriguing ways to enter the world of kink and BDSM. This is the judge-free space to pull back that curtain and unveil your deepest desires. Learn a bit about yourself that maybe you didn't know before. And it's okay to leave with even more questions because I'm here to discuss it all. Whether you're a single curious mind, a couple, poly, looking for some guidance, there is something here for everyone. So come join me in discussing the K-Word. Hey guys, it's your girl Kate here and welcome back to the K-Word. So today we're going to be talking about what happens when you're in the lifestyle but your partner isn't. Um, I get this question pretty frequently on my Patreon and I've talked multiple couples through this um, and so I thought that it'd be really good to do a podcast on it. Um, so basically this is going to be a mini-sode that kind of helps you navigate how to approach a partner who might be vanilla or has interest in the lifestyle um, but you don't really know how to go about it. Or you're someone that partakes in the lifestyle. They have no interest in it at all, but it's a conversation that you want to have. They may not even know at this point that these are interests that you have and you are terrified as to how to approach it. So let's get started. So obviously, guys, if you are partaking in the lifestyle, you have history in the lifestyle. This is something that you've been doing for a long time. You know that it can be a very daunting conversation to have with someone that doesn't have any knowledge on it. Um, it can also be really daunting for them too, because if you're used to a certain type of interaction sexually and they're not able to understand it or they have no knowledge of it, it can be very intimidating for them to be like, am I going to be able to sexually satisfy my partner? Are they still going to want me? Is this going to be a deal breaker? You know, it can be a very overwhelming for that party as well, just as it is for you. So I guess I'm saying this for you to understand that even though you might be super, super nervous to bring it to your partner, understandably so, um, it can cause a lot of insecurities for them as well. So don't view it as, you know, you're the only one carrying this burden because obviously in a healthy relationship, your partner wants to make sure that you are sexually satisfied as well. And we never want to, we never want to cause that type of, you know, negativity. We don't need that. We don't need those vibes. Um, so that being said, I think the best way is blatant honesty. And I know that some of you may be like, really, Kate, that's your advice. But seriously, guys, if you are dating somebody or you're with someone or you're married or whatever, if you're communicating with your partner and you should be able to communicate with your partner about anything, whether that be your life partner, whether that be someone that you're in a serious relationship with, you should be able to discuss anything with them. Um, that is so important. And I think that you have to remember too, if you're not even able to discuss what your desires or interests are with your partner, you have to think about the level of communication that's needed in order for a lifestyle type dynamic or relationship to work in a healthy way. And being able to discuss your interests are massive. So just keep that in mind. It's, it's going to be a huge tell Okay, not saying you can't evolve over time, but it is going to be a huge tell as to how the progression of that type of relationship will go um, based off of what you're comfortable discussing with your partner. So blatant honesty is important. And no, I don't mean just like calling them up at work and being like, hey, babe, by the way, I just wanted to let you know that I'm like super into this and I just need you to know that. No, 
I would have some time when everyone's comfortable, when you're calm. You Maybe you just had a really good dinner. Maybe you're having a nice lazy weekend, something of that nature. And to say, hey, you know, I, I don't really recommend the whole like, we need to talk thing because that instantly makes people defensive. It's like, oh, what did I do? Or, you know, like it, it makes people nervous because they're like, I don't know. You're saying we need to talk, but you don't want to talk right now yet. Don't cause that like mystery. Keep it as casual and calm and relaxed as possible. So um, I would just say that when you're having this conversation, a calm, relaxed setting, everybody's comfy. We're all kind of just vibing. Everything's good. And just bring up in dialogue, bring up in conversation. Hey, you know, I really enjoy being close with you. I'm, I'm loving what we're having X, Y, and Z. If you're not loving what you're having, don't say that. But, you know, make sure that you're starting off reiterating your love and care for them, um, your want to be with them, how much you adore them, um, and that you have something that you about yourself that you want to share. Um, and, you know, you trust them enough that you can be vulnerable with them and to have this conversation and really reiterating how much you trust them and how much you're wanting to open up and be transparent and vulnerable with them about what your sexual interests are um, and that it's totally okay because it is. It's okay if it's not their thing, but it is something that you want to discuss to see them maybe if they're into it and kind of, you know, see what the response is. And and I'm honestly at that point, if they're like, no, I don't want to talk about it. That should be a red flag to you in general. But, you know, usually people are like, okay, cool. Like, let's talk about it. Or sure. I'm curious what's going on. And I totally get it's nerve wracking because all kinks have different extremes. There's different levels of the spectrum when it comes to kinks that you can be into. And I can totally understand how for some people, when you're on the more extreme side of kink, you're like, holy shit, like, I don't want you to up and leave me and think I'm a fucking psychopath or something. First of all, you're not a psychopath. Um, Second of all, there is a way to ease into the more extreme stuff too. So I think that it's always smart to approach the conversation of the lifestyle as a whole. And say, you know, I have some sexual interests that are kinks of mine um, that I dabble in and that I have interest in. And I would like to be able to share that with you if you are open to it. If you are not open to it, that's okay. We can talk about it. But I I do want to be honest with you because you are my partner. And I do hope that this is something that lasts. And I know that this is a desire that I have that I'm hoping to be able to have with you, you know? So here's, I'm going to pause here for a second. This is what you mentally, as the person that's part of the lifestyle, talking to someone who does not partake in the lifestyle, you have to be prepared that they are not going to be into what you're into. You have to be prepared that they're going to say, nope, that's not for me, X, Y, and Z, not going to be my cup of tea. And that being said, um, it would be to then say, you have to have that conversation with yourself prior to the conversation with this person to say, okay, if the outcome is X, Y, and Z, is the lifestyle or is the kink that you're into so much a part of yourself that it's a deal breaker? And, or is this something that you can compromise on? And I, I, that's, that's like the last resort. Obviously your hope is that there's something that you guys can compromise on to maybe meet in the middle and have that discussion. So don't, don't be, I, I find that a lot of people that when, when they start to have this conversation with their vanilla partner or with someone that doesn't have knowledge of, of the scene and their responses that they get is, oh no, like that's not something I would ever be into. They instantly get defensive and it's totally common that this happens. And it's because of the fact that you feel like you've just 
put out this huge thing of vulnerability and basically just had a door slammed in your face. And it can instant, inst- instinctively, excuse me, instinctively make you want to be defensive and be like, oh, well, you know, you're not accepting me. Da, 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 da. Let's not do that. You know, you don't want to feel like you're guilt tripping your partner into being into your kink because that is not the basis that you want for a healthy relationship. That's not going to be a healthy basis for any type of dynamic is your partner comes around because they feel like if they don't do it, that it's just not going to be, you know, you're not going to be happy or you're going to cheat on them or whatever. Okay. So like we said, calm environment. Hey, I have these things that I would love to partake in with you. I feel like we're at a level of trust in this relationship that I can be vulnerable with you and I want to be honest with you about all sides of who I am and the sexual interest that I have. So let's say that they say, hey, you know what? I am open to that. Um, I personally don't know a lot about it, but I'm open to it. Wonderful. We love this response. This is an awesome thing to hear. Um, and it's it does put a lot of weight on you because now I'm sure if you're in the lifestyle, maybe you're also new to it, but you have knowledge If you're someone that's new to it and has knowledge and you're still kind of learning yourself, I do want you to understand that they are going to look, your partner who is vanilla, who may have no knowledge at all, is going to look to you for guidance. So you are taking on that responsibility of really making sure that you are educating not only them, but yourself as the proper way to go about that kink and the safe way to go about that kink. You guys know, what do we do here? We put safety first in every single aspect. So regardless of what your kink may be, if it's on the less extreme side, if it's on the high extreme side, really make sure that you understand the healthy, safe ways to be not only going about it with yourself, but also with your partner, because we cherish our partners and we don't want them to get hurt. Um, So I also think it's good that if you're still new to it, but you have knowledge of it and you know that maybe, maybe you haven't done it, but you have knowledge of it and you're wanting to get involved in it. Don't jump the gun. Don't be like, yeah, we're going to do it right now. Take some time together. And even if you have knowledge in this world and you've done it before and you're wanting to do it again, take time together to sit down and research the topic, really kind of get a feel for what it means, what it is. If it's a dynamic, understand the dynamic. I have other episodes on that type of stuff as well. Um, and show them the podcast, you know, uh, sit down and let them talk and listen to this conversation. Um, work through it together and make it a team effort. You don't want to make it like it's you against them or you versus them, because that's when people tend to shut their brains off to being open-minded as to what your kink may be, including them in this journey, asking them, okay, so that's awesome. You're open to potentially trying this out. Is What are the the yeses and nos in relation to that topic that you're willing to do and that you're not willing to do? They may not even know how to answer that because they have no knowledge on it. So maybe doing some research ahead of time, presenting to them, this is kind of the spectrum of where this goes. Where is the cutoff for you? And then you can kind of figure out how to navigate it. So that way you're not just researching it being like, yeah, this is exactly what I want. And then being like, no, thanks. I'm good. But having that conversation is you need to know the boundaries. You need to know the limits of things. So that way you're able to fully understand where your partner stands, where you stand. That's going to be huge. And being able to have the healthy communication to have the proper direction as to how to proceed with that kink. Okay. So maybe you guys get through the talking aspect of it, right? You're getting through that conversation. You've, you've gotten through the hurdle, the, the scary part of, I don't know if they're going to accept me or not. You guys are researching stuff together. You guys are looking through stuff together. You're getting to understand things together. Um, and you get to the point where you want to try this out. You want to try this kink together. You want to try this part of the lifestyle together. Guys, 
If you've listened to my other episodes, if you haven't, I really suggest doing so. Um, As we mentioned, boundaries. You need to have safe words figured out between you and your partner because this is someone who's totally new. Okay, they are a lifestyle baby. They don't know. They're a total newbie. So they need to be able to very clearly communicate to you if it's too much, if they're done, it's not going to be a thing. I'm, I'm out. Thank you. Do not come again. No pun intended. All the things. So, you know, that kind of that kind of communication and, and having that type of plan ahead of time is going to be really, really important. Also, I would recommend not going full fledged into the kink right out the gate. Give them a taste of what the kink is. And with each time that you guys try it, up it a little bit, discuss it beforehand that you're planning on doing that. Don't just like, you know, blindside them with it. But, you know, being able to discuss, you know, testing those limits, testing those boundaries um, will help you progress forward to reach the level that you both have discussed and agreed upon for that kink. Okay. So that's like the best situation. Um, I think that the medium situation is when you have a partner who isn't against it, but also isn't necessarily for it. They're kind of like, mm, you know, whatever. And if you get that vibe, guys, like if there isn't a genuine sense of excitement there, I really think it's important to emphasize you do not have to do this to make me happy. Because I have found and some of, and I'm also saying this because there are narcissistic pricks out there, guys, that will say, well, if you love me, you would do it. Nope, stop, pause. If someone's comfort zone is not in your kink, that does not make them a terrible person. That does not mean they don't love you. That does not mean they don't care. It simply means it's not their kink and that's perfectly okay. Now, obviously, we want everyone in the relationship to be sexually satisfied and to be happy. And that's why I had that mentioned before of you have to ask yourself, how much of is this a part of you? Because some people have kinks that they're like, you know, oh, I could do it, but I could also live without it. Some people also have kinks that are a very big part of who they are. And as we've mentioned, kinks can be different forms of um, dealing with traumas, dealing with emotional nonsense, all that jazz. So if it's something that is genuinely a stress relief for you that you need to deal with certain things, um, you may need to have that conversation with yourself. Because here's the thing, guys, I've said it once and I'll say it again, not particularly in this episode, but anyone who's followed my stuff knows that I've said this before. Okay. We don't date to pass time. And this is not something that I think people really think about when they're talking about kink or when they're talking about the lifestyle. Um, I think you guys know my stance on this pretty well at this point, which is how seriously I take the lifestyle and how much I know it can impact someone's life. You don't have to partake in kink 24-7, but if you're someone that does and you've put it on hold, then progress with someone who is vanilla, you have to ask yourself how long you can keep that up. Um, I personally find it very, very difficult to have a vanilla relationship. Some people are really okay with it just being in the bedroom. But if you are someone that is in more of a 24-7 type mindset, then you have to ask yourself, is this a deal breaker? And I know that someone is much more than their sexual interest. There's much more than just kinks or kinks that they don't have. Um, But you guys have to think about this. We don't date to waste time. So if you're thinking about this person and you want to be with this person forever, you want to marry them, you want to have a life with them, um, you know, all that jazz, you have to ask yourself, would you be okay completely giving this side of yourself up? Meaning this particular kink. They may be into other kinks that you have. You know, it may just be this one that they're not about, which is fine. But you have to ask yourself, is the particular kink that you're talking about something that you would be willing to live without altogether? Um, And things can definitely, like I said, evolve and change over time. You know, your partner can kind of be like, "Mm, I'm good. No, I don't want to partake in this. And in a couple months, maybe years, they're like, you know what? I do want to dabble in this. I do want to try. So this is a matter of being not only honest with your partner, but also being honest with yourself and 
if it is a really big part of you, there is no shame in saying, you know, this is a really big part of who, I'm, who I am. And I don't want to lie to you because I respect you enough to be honest with you. That this is a big part of who I am. We can maybe try these other things and see if that helps. But if not, we may have to reevaluate things. Now, I would not be saying that to that partner in that initial conversation. I would first say, okay, if that kink doesn't work for you, these are the others that I have. Do any of these interest you? And then have that dialogue with yourself to say, okay, they're okay with these things, but they're not okay with this thing. Is this thing, am I willing to give that up, you know, to have these others? And can I maintain that? Cool. Usually the case is yes, you can do that. Things move along. You can progress with other things. And it's a wonderful, happy thing. However, then there's also the situation, guys, where your partner does get freaked out and you do get judged. And I know this is everyone's fear. Um, and I know it can be really hard to like remove this possibility from your head, but I'd be lying to you if, if I, if it wasn't, if I said it wasn't a possibility. Um, there are people that just really don't understand it and it's okay. Like that's, I'm not shaming those people. I'm not putting those people down. They're just genuinely people who don't want to partake in this stuff in any way, shape, or form. I have known situations on certain particular kinks where people have opened up to their partner about it and it completely altered the way that their partner saw them. And it's super unfortunate. But I will say that those same people, usually when that relationship that was, they felt like they were being judged for that kink and when it ended because they they tend to once you, you know, it, it's sad, but it's true. Um, once those relationships ended, they usually tend to find somebody at some point in time that does support that and does accept them. And even if they don't partake in it, it doesn't scare them off entirely. So it's not the end all. I, I know that that's like, really, Kate, you just instilled all this fear back inside my soul. I'm sorry. But I do have to be honest with you. There are those situations that you get in those awkward kind of, oh, great, fabulous. I've just put this all out there and you are not about it. Um, but then you also have to have, to have that conversation with yourself, too. I strongly believe that when you meet your person, there's nothing that would deter them to leave you in that shape or form, you know, and it not to say like not to base it all on kink or lifestyle. But me personally, I have spoken about this. I think that sexual intimacy is a huge part of your relationship. And if there's not compatibility there, it's better, you know, that sooner than later, you know, um, I couldn't imagine marrying someone and then all of a sudden finding out we're not sexually compatible and I've just made a life commitment to this person, you know, because physically I want to be able to express my love and my affection and my want for this person. But if we're not sexually compatible, that causes a lot of tension and underlying resentment in relationships. And you can sit there and fake it till you make it and say, oh, you know, there's more to relationships and sex, which there definitely is. But it is a huge part of what makes it distinct from a friend and more than a friend. We all know this, you know? So just being, just being real with you guys, just being honest. Um, but yeah, so again, what is the right way? What is a positive way to go about it? I won't say right way because everyone approaches things differently. But what is a good way to go about discussing this with your partner is saying, hey, I have this interest. I would love to share it with you. If this is something that you're open to, please let me know. Please do not feel pressured to tell me what I want to hear. I want to hear your honest opinion. And I will emphasize that. Please, please, please make sure they know that you want their genuine, honest opinion because there are those people that will simply state, oh yeah, I'm into this. Let's try this just to make their partner happy when they know in their soul that they have absolutely positively no interest in this kink. And that's when you end up causing a lot of mental and emotional damage 
that you didn't need to have. And whether you like it or not, if they, and granted, I know it's like, well, if they're not honest with me, how am I supposed to know? You just have to do everything you can to really emphasize. I need you to be honest with me about what your needs are, because if they do proceed with something and it's really not what they want, and it's just, they're doing it to make you happy. Even though you may not intend it, they're going to attach that resentment to you of that negative experience. It's just like, it's neurological science. That's just how that goes. Cause you're the one that carried out what happened. Um, Now, some people are self-aware enough to know, like, hey, you know, I did tell them to go ahead and do it. But underlying, if it's a really negative experience, there is going to be that attachment to you of that really negative experience. So really make sure that your partner knows this isn't about getting told what you want to hear. This isn't about taking the easy way out. You want to genuinely know where they're coming from and what their comfort zone is. And if it's not within where you are, that is okay. You're not going to, you know, granted, yes, like I said, you have to acknowledge it. So whether it's a deal breaker but you're not going to love them any less just because of the fact that they may have different sexual interests than you. So that was my mini sode for the day, guys. We're keeping it short. We're keeping it sweet. If you guys, obviously, if you have any more questions, you guys know where you can find me on all social media platforms. Instagram is underscore Kate Stinson underscore and all that jazz. Um, it's the same on pretty much all of my platforms. You guys can also check out my link tree for my Patreon where I do one-on-one um, and couple of sessions. Uh, if you have questions and maybe you don't feel comfortable putting them out in the open, you can message me privately there and schedule a consult call with me to talk through all of that good stuff. All right. So I absolutely love you guys. Thank you guys for your support and I will see you next time.